Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. This is Mike. This is episode number 44 of the Mike and Phoebe show. And today we have our regular in-studio guest back. This is Stephen Hale, the PIO public information officer from City of Paris. Hi, Stephen. Hey guys. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Yes, it's been too long. I think this is the first time I've been on in 2024. It is the first time. Happy parade. Happy New Year. Yes. I'm a a little bit late, but yes, good to be back with you guys. Yeah, we got so much to catch up on. So let's jump right into it. Tell me about the Paris Gateway Commerce Center. Yes, the Paris Gateway Commerce Center. So we are super excited about this. This is a new commerce center that is coming to our community. Uh, It's going to be off Ramona Expressway. The gateway component of this is Mayor... Michael Vargas likes to call Ramona Expressway kind of like the gateway to the city. Um, So that's where that terminology came in. But this is a big commerce center that's going to come in. It's going to start off uh, as as many developments are going to come in that area, hopefully in the coming years. But this first one is is going to come up with seven pads or basically seven businesses that are going to um, be into that center. So um, this has been in the works for a few years. I want to say uh, back since 2020. But this is going to come in and offer seven pads. Right now, we have four of them that are filled. So uh, the first one is going to be a Shell gas station uh, that has one of the big, nice uh, car washes that are associated to it. Uh, we're going to have a Taco Bell go in there, which uh, I like Taco Bell. So that's that's always good. I actually had some Taco Bell for lunch today. Another Starbucks is going to go into one of those pads. And then the one I'm most excited about right now, we're getting a new Sonic drive-in, which I think is the first in the city. So uh, we're going to have a Sonic drive-in that's going to be there. Got to get those happy hour drinks. My favorite's a blackberry, cranberry, limeade. So I'm excited about the Sonic. But sometimes, Mike, I'll just go in and get a bag of ice because that Sonic ice is that real super nice thin ice. That, oh, yeah. That we like. So we're excited about that. The other three spaces that are in this Commerce Center, um, they're still in negotiations for that, but we should hope to have those finalized and announced in the probably in the next month or two. Uh, and then we'll be able to put out those announcements. Um, and you should start seeing groundbreak on this pretty soon. Uh, I know that two of the four agreed to um, pad owners are they're a little bit racing against each other to see who opens first. So I think that's going to be good. You should see some new, some of these businesses start to pop up later this year. uh, As we get a little closer towards the end of 2024, early 2025, but we're excited about that. Uh, And I just want to say too, on this, we're excited that some of our current, uh, our current partners are back into these pads, you know, Starbucks and Taco Bell and Shell gas station. The reason that that's important is because it shows sustained economic viability and not that just one Starbucks or one Taco Bell or one Shell gas station does, but that the totality of that economic um, enterprise actually is a strong support. When you have strong economic totality and vitality, I'm using these, these buzzwords here, but that tells other corporations or other companies, hey, you guys drink coffee here. We would like to come and put coffee in your town too. So it's not about going against competition. It's about coming and being a part of the overall pie. And that's what we're excited about. So it's good to have multiple Starbucks. It's good to have multiple Taco Bells. It's good to have multiple Shell gas stations because that tells people we're a strong economic uh, option for you to come and put your business in. And more more things will come. I'm excited about what's happening over there at the Gateway Paris Commerce Center. 
So that'll be good. You know, not only is that good for the corporations and businesses, but also as a consumer to see, oh, you know what? Let's go to this Taco Bell at the other end of town because we're running errands over there. Hey, I'm thirsty. I need a Starbucks. I need a refresher real quick. But I don't want to drive all the way over here to Nuevo. Now we're over here by the new Taco Bell, which is awesome too. So it's a good, it's good for consumers also. It it gives you more options. You know, it helps, it helps that that community mm-hmm. uh, be a little bit stronger, especially, you know, right there on Ramona Expressway, especially right off that 215 freeway. There's not a lot. You got to go down Ramona to yeah. get to get to stuff. And so it also allows us to reach more of our transit community, our, our folks that travel, our commuter base mm-hmm. that go up and down the 215, because now I can stop into the shell, fill up my car with gas, hop over there, grab a Starbucks, you know, on my way to Riverside County or Orange County or, uh, you know, heading heading north on the 215. So it keeps that entire community a little bit stronger. We're very excited about this. That area, I, I think that area is going to grow over the next few years, and I'm just excited to see what comes out of it. Yes, it's an awesome location, too, right yep. off the freeway. Man, just yep. one stop is going to cost you, what, 60 bucks, probably, if not more. <laughs> you, stop, you stop getting gas, especially you got small oh, yeah. cars, still going to cost you 30, 40, 50 bucks, and then you stop and get a little thing, you know, you uh, get coffee. Holy! Yeah. Throw a couple tacos in there too. Yeah, yeah man. All in the day's work, right? Yeah, right. Hard work. Hard, hard day's work. So now I saw on social media, Stephen, about your job shadowing day. Oh, what yes. is that about? Our job shadow. We had such a good time at our job shadow day. I want to pull these. Make sure I have these numbers right for you. But this, we did this last Thursday. We've done this uh, for several years in a row now. But we brought in almost 200 kids, uh, students who are, uh, I believe, most of them are graduating seniors or they're they're coming up in their final senior year. So they're looking, this is our future workforce, right? So they're, they're considering options. Where do I work? And we wanted to give them an opportunity where they come to city hall for a day and they get to hang out with staff members. They get to hang out with city staff and see what happened local government, see what city staff do. And so we had students from the Valverde Unified School District and Paris Union High School um, all kinds of different schools across those uh, those uh, school districts. Almost 200 kids came out, jumped in with our staff. Where they were able to ask us questions. What is it that you do? And and they they do put in. You know, there's some kids that are like, oh, I, I like working in construction. Cool, we'll put you with some of our public works folks, right? Uh, I like working. Um, uh, you know, I like working in sports. Awesome, we can put you with our sports programming department who works over here. Uh, hey, I really just, I'm a big fan of paperwork. Hey, we have an administration department, right? Or finance or however that works. And so we take their kind of suggestions or what they might be interested in. We give them some time to go work with some staff. Then at the end, they come, uh, they, they have a good lunch. And then there's a inside the Bob, Gym, Bob Glass Gymnasium. We had about 15 different vendors that lined it up, all kinds of different local communities so, uh, that, that are able to give resources, uh, maybe some early job uh, opportunities or maybe some early internships. There were some colleges that were there. We had a couple of recruiters that were there as well. And then there's a panel where our city staff, some of our uh, executive leadership team gets to sit there and actually take questions from the kids and take questions about what they do uh, in the in the in the full group. After that, of course, everybody loves a good raffle. They gave away a bunch of raffle prizes and stuff like that. So, man, it was just a great day for these kids to come out and see what we do. We like doing it as a as a city employee group because we get to kind of show off our skill set. And it's really important to kind of put that into the future workforce that we have here in Paris. That's very encouraging that you guys work with the young people because I remember as a senior, uh, 20, uh-oh, 15, 20 plus years ago. Uh-oh. Come on. <laughs> yeah, when was that? 
plus 10 <laughs> years ago. We'll say that. Okay, good. <laughs> um, it's very intimidating yeah. to have to make a decision. Number one, what are your interests? Mm-hmm. And number two, where are you going to go from there? And yes. would you excel in making money? Yep. Make a living be with your interests, yep. you know? Yeah. And it's good to have kids that don't know. Right. They don't know, you know, to each his own. Some, mm-hmm. some kids they know at 18 years going to do this. I don't need to know anything else. But a lot of folks don't know. Right. And so sometimes they just need to come. Hey, that's something I'd be interested in. Or no, I don't want to do that or either or. And so it's it's just a good opportunity for kids to get in here and actually look around and wonder what it is. And, you know, who runs the city or who works what department in the city? Where exactly does the council sit? You know, how exactly do you come in and get a permit? Uh, How exactly do you come in and get a business license? All these types of things are great for you know, 17, 18 year old kids to finally start to learn before they get out into the, into the workforce. Yeah. And it's also good to get a behind the scenes look yes. at how uh, local government works, because if you're, if you have no idea how it works yeah. and all of a sudden you think you have an interest in say administrative, but then really you're interested in doing sports mm-hmm. too, then you kind of learn the behind the scenes and you know, you know what, maybe I might want to do something yeah. related to sports. Yeah. You never know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a good opportunity for all of them. Absolutely. So the job shuttle day, was that on Groundhog Day? <laughs> no, it was actually the day before Groundhog Day. <laughs> that made it even better. Yeah. Now, I also saw on social media about your multicultural event here. Yes. You want to tell me about that, Stephen? Yes. So we're going to have our multicultural event this Saturday. It's going to be on February the 10th. Um, this is going to be our first ever multicultural event that we've had from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on the City Hall lawn. There's going to be food vendors, entertainments from various different cultures that we have around the city, uh, and fun activities for the whole family. Now, I, you know, February is always a good month because it's Black History Month, so we're doing some promotion for Black History here in the city. But the other thing is, uh, a couple years ago, I, I believe it was two years ago now, um, our mayor and city council voted as February 21st to be International Mother Language Day, which is a big holiday for the Bangladesh community. Um, we've built a monument over at our Cesar E. Chavez Library, which is also really cool that it's at a Cesar E. Chavez a Library. Yeah. Um, and also there's a reading section for the Bangladesh community. So our council and city uh, leadership decided, what? let's just do a multicultural event here on Saturday. So this is going to be blending all types of different cultures within our community and showing us how everyone's loved, everyone is supported, everyone's equal, regardless of your background, race, religion, color, creed. Um, and we just want to celebrate all of these cultures here happening in town. So that's going to be this Saturday. Um Hopefully the weather stays good for us. I know right now it's bright and sunny, but it's supposed to be. We'll see. Everybody, everybody cross your fingers here. But it's going to be right here at the City Hall lawn. We're very excited to see uh, this come our, to our inaugural multicultural festival. Very, very yeah. exciting. That sounds like a really good event to attend. Yes. Yeah. Now, talking about other good events to attend, uh, one that I was very excited to see, your Pets Expo. Oh, man. We are so stoked about this. Now, I have to tell you, I was not here, whatever it was, five, six years ago when the last one happened. But I have seen the footage. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm excited for this. I'm a dog lover myself. Um, and this is going to be a really cool event that's going to happen here. The Pet Expo is back. Pets on Parade. That's happening. This is going to be on Saturday, March the 9th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is at Liberty Park. Now, we pick Liberty Park because it's fenced in, so we can keep all Fido and his friends from <laughs> running running off here. Um, 
we're looking for vendors right now that have groomers, dog trainers, pet products, anything that's pet related. Or if you're just a 501c3 nonprofit organization and you'd like to come set up a vendor booth, we're looking to have all kinds of that stuff. But that address is at Liberty Park, which is 20160 Evans Road. And if you have any questions, you can Danica Nelson. Her email's D nelson at cityparis.org but this is going to be a fun day for pets you know we're trying to have it was cool i was in a meeting with this the other day they're trying to do like an arts and crafts section for the kids and they were like well what do we design for this and i was like dog bowls what do you mean what do we design your dog bowls very cute this is gonna be awesome (laughs) so i think they're gonna do a little kids corner and design some dog bowls or maybe little mini dog houses or customized leashes or something like that but we're very excited for the pet expo to come back to paris nice now, I did have a question. Uh, tell me about this pet parade that's um, going to happen. Yes, that's going to be like dressing up your pet. They're going to have a little walk that they take them all and everybody gets to show them off. It's going to be a really, really cool part of this. Um, I think that's the part that everybody likes the most is dressing their pet up. And I saw some of the ones from last time. There's some little dogs that were in tutus. There was a dog that was dressed up like the Joker from Batman. Um, they had a, a Captain Underpants dog that was flying around too. So uh, it's it's just a really cool way to take your pet out you know i i have a dog and you know he's our little family buddy and so it's a good way to get him out and interact with other dogs and then our this is all put on to by our code enforcement and animal uh control department so we're excited to see them kind of be on this side of it and uh there it's an awesome staff of pet lovers over in our animal control department so the pet expo on march 9th it's gonna be good so cute now i'm gonna put this out there because Mm -hmm. you put the word parade in there oh boy and so you know mike and i are also pet lovers we Uh have babies we have a whole colony of feral cats outside that we (laughs) feed then we got three inside babies so uh do you need commentary for the pet parade i don't think it's going to be quite of our magnitude of veterans day or the. i think it's just going to be a little trip around the park that they go to so i don't know how we're going to use that commentary but i don't think that we would be opposed to having some folks out there so yeah let's talk about that yeah because you know hey look at that there's fido coming up here he's wearing the joker outfit he's going to be joking up you know storm something like that look at batman flying (laughs) that's good batman's flying right on through yeah and look at betty bring in the lizard coming through here we yes. saw lizzie the lizard <laughs> that's gonna be good <laughs> looks like a snake coming through yep. lizard right on through i love it now i'm um, talking about fred t paris day i also saw that on social media yes you want to tell me about Fred T. Paris? Yes, Day? Fred T. Paris. Uh, Mayor Michael Embargus went over to the Frederick. Uh, he went over to the Santa Fe Paris Depot and attended Frederick T. Paris Day. He honored Frank and Shirley Gill, the Gill family, for their heritage and presented Shirley, who is 92 years young. She looks better than you and me, Mike. Ooh, I know. <laughs> With a proclamation for the city about everything they've done. Shirley's son, Tim, he spoke at this event regarding the family's heritage uh, as pioneers for the oh, city, which, wow. of course, because, you know, here right. we are tied to the city of Paris, and they thank the mayor uh, the mayor of Paris for always help lending a helping hand. So we're just very grateful um, to the Gill family for everything that they have done uh, for the city of Paris. And we just always have to remember to honor Fred, Fred G. Paris, our city's namesake for that. So it was a great day for everybody to get out there at the Santa Fe Depot for Fred T. Paris day. We had, we had a lot of fun. Awesome. The pictures were awesome. I really enjoyed looking at that. Yeah. Now, talking about the next event that you um, shared with me is the GEAR event. Yes. What does GEAR stand for? So GEAR is an acronym. It means getting everyone 
to actively ride. Now, this is a part of our healthy living, active lifestyle campaign that um, that we have. But this is to get everybody out and about into the you know into the open air, into open space, stay active, keep moving, healthy living, healthy lifestyles. And so, last Saturday at Lake Paris, our community services department put on a gear event where they invited folks to come out and go on a bike ride. And uh, it was actually beautiful weather. The rain was had there was no rain and it actually dried up a little bit. But it was a beautiful, cold, crisp morning uh, that we were out at Lake Paris. They went on a nine mile bike hike, uh, bike ride uh, around Lake Paris and came back and had some, you know, some granola bars and some some water for the folks that were out there. They did some more raffles, gave away a set of AirPods. They gave away uh, bicycles. And this is one of those events, guys, where I'm like. More people need to come to this event. There were 23 people that came out here, and it was a perfect event because it's just a beautiful day, easy bike ride. It's not an advanced, you know, this is not like the Tour de France. It's just (laughs) you just go around Lake Paris, and then, like, they give away really good raffle prizes, and you... There's only like 23, 24 people in the raffle. This is your opportunity. There was a guy that was on a bicycle, brought his own bicycle, and then won a bicycle. (laughs) Like he now now he has two bicycles. I don't even have one bicycle. So it's a good opportunity to come out. If you don't have a bike, we can help with a bike or we can help you like borrow a bike. Um, it's just a really good event and more people need to come to these gear events. You know, you see around town, we have several bike lanes that are uh, just kind of go through our stuff. Each yeah. of those bike lanes have different classifications for them depending where they are. And the more that we use those bike lanes and the more that we apply for grants for this gear programming, that's the more stuff that we can sometimes get to re- repave roads or to help us with intersections that, may, you know, maybe it's a safe intersection. Maybe we can clean up some of that stuff. Maybe we can put some lighting in there. And then, of course, it also helps keep our environment, you know, clear. If you can commute somewhere, that's always good to on a bike as opposed to driving somewhere. That just helps reduce your carbon footprint. So yeah. uh, this gear event was really cool, and I hope more people will come out to them in the future. Absolutely. It was very cool. Now, um, tell me about this last thing about the voting information. We're coming up on yes. vote year. What's that all about? All right. So 2024, big election year. Yeah, boy. Big, big election year, not only for the United States of America and for the presidency, but also in our local elections, right? So we have the presidential primary that's coming up. Uh, and so f- folks can register for that. But also this year we have uh, our mayor and we have two council members that are coming up for election. So you'll follow the city of Paris. We're going to give you some more information on that. But what we have is, uh, I'm going to give you these dates, and I apologize for trying to read them, but I just don't want to mess them up. But the last day to register for vote, register to vote for the March 5th presidential primary election. So if you want to vote in the primary elections, that's on March the 5th. You have to register to vote by February 20th. Okay, all of California's active registered voters are going to receive a vote by mail ballot for the March 5th election. The county elections office is going to begin mailing ballots by February the 5th. So those should be out by now. You might be seeing those come in the mail and your ballot drop off locations are open as of February 5th. So as soon as you get a ballot, if you want to do your mail in or you want to come drop off your ballot, you can do that on February the 5th. Vote by mail ballots can be returned by mail or at a drop-off location, or your county election office. Now, I want to say right there that one of the drop-off locations we have is right here at City Hall. So if you want to come to City Hall, you can actually bring your ballot and put off right there in the city clerk's office. Vote centers are open for early in-person voting in all Vote Center Act counties, which Riverside County is a vote choice act county beginning on february the 24th vote by mail ballots must be postmarked on or before election day 
and they must be received by March 12th. Here's the website if you have more information, voteinfo.net. So we're telling everybody to get out there and vote. Whatever it is you do, go out there and make your vote, make your voice heard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those are very important dates too. Yes. Awesome. Sorry for reading so much, but I wanted to get those dates out there. Oh, yeah, that's very important. Awesome, Stephen. Well, thank you so much for catching up with us. This is Stephen Hale, the Public Information Officer from City of Paris. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe Show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe Show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app.